0: This podcast is brought to you courtesy of Renault, the
1: world's most exclusive sunglasses. is now available at Renault.co.uk and at select boutiques around the globe. You are listening to the Official Concept Podcast. Enjoy listening to Alan. Today on the show, we're interviewing Eching Egutu. Welcome. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful day over here so far, bright and early. How is everything with you going?
0: Everything's good. You know, we just came up from a, a good, fabulous weekend. <laughs> so really? I'm just preparing myself for like the next weekend coming up, but also just a fabulous summer. So I've been delicious in my best way.
1: The first question I'd like to ask you is how did you discover your passion for creating captivating content and becoming the force of motivation we know today?
0: oh god so honestly i just feel like all this fell into my lap um i had started doing social media um actively in 2017 after um (laughs) this boy broke my heart and i was looking for like something to do that was like would give me back the energy that i need but it also helped me like form community and so um kind of started there just like posting for fun and and for life. And then the pandemic came and I started posting more actively about my self-care and self-love journey. And um, that's kind of like where it took off. And I was finding community and other women who needed the same amount of love that I was looking for. And so um, it kind of just all took off there.
1: I think that's one of the most important things is nobody is truly alone in their, when negativity comes their way, you know, it's like, it's, it's so good what you've done with being able to help people, especially throughout COVID and when people are feeling down, you're able to progress and give them positive energy.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think when I, I there was a change for me. I, um, Instagram or social media in general is like a very like place where you post all the good things that are happening in your life, right? I got a new car, I mm. I am doing this amazing thing, or I'm doing this and that. And um, I started feeling like I just, wanted to go beyond just a cute aesthetic picture or a cute
1: video. Like I was realizing more people wanted to feel something. What inspires you to champion self-love daily affirmations and fearlessness in your content? Um,
0: I'm, I just got to a point where I feel like I was just so tired of of not loving myself and not being my own champion and not seeing that i i deserve a space in this society and and that was exhausting for me and so i want other people to feel like that you know i want people to feel like yeah you're worthy of, of love and all these things and i I'm also imagining like if i feel like this is there somebody else out there who's feeling that same way too and like there's so much that's happening in the world there's so many th- crazy things that are happening in the world. And so if I can just, with a small video, with, a, co- with a, uh, a caption or something, inspire someone or make somebody feel loved, that's important to me. Because the videos I make are not just for other people. I do it because I also want to hear it too. And I think that's what inspires me to continue doing that. Like People deserve love. People deserve to feel happy and worthy and seen and celebrated constantly.
1: I think that it's quite unique because one of the things that I've found with myself when I give myself self-love mm-hmm. and you know daily affirmations and positivity is that when I go outside, I'm I'm happy, I'm positive, and I it's, it's like if somebody drops something, I pick something up for them, mm-hmm. and I don't even think twice about it. I, I think you know it's like how it's like I feel like that the universal energy can flow through me in an easier and more sufficient way. And I think that if I, because what I usually do is when I wake up, I do a, a meditation and then I write down a, a storyboard for the day. So just small goals, nothing big, like nothing too big, but just, you know, what do I have to get done today? And I never procrastinate. And then after I've just gotten ready, I look in the mirror and I tell myself, I love you. And, and then I, I go into the world and I face all these challenges. And it, it's like negativity nowadays just, just doesn't affect me because it doesn't hold on to me anymore. And mm-hmm. so how do you, uh, what, what, what do you do when you're by yourself? Um, how, do you meditate or do you find another route of positivity?
0: Yeah, I've tried to meditate a lot, but I feel like there's so much chaos going on in my head. Like, <laughs> mm. I, I I love a, a good fun chaos. So meditation isn't like for me. But I love being in motion. I love. I feel like I store so much like trauma in my body. Like whether I'm like stressed out and I'm hunched over, like I'm uh, stressing my back, or like I'm seating like a specific way. Like I just store so much trauma based on like how I'm feeling that day in my body. So I love taking walks. It's a good way to Mm. um, get myself moving, but also a great way to like explore my community. I moved to Brooklyn, New York, and I really want to go and, um, you know, find a, a nice, cute like coffee shop or find a place that I do my groceries at or just explore the community in some capacity. So I'm I love, I love walking. I call it my bad bitch walk. <laughs> I do it every 30 minutes. I know I try and do it every day just to get myself outside. It's also now getting warmer. And so definitely motion is my thing.
1: Do you listen to music when you walk or do you kind of embrace just the full embodiment of nature?
0: I think a mix of both. I definitely um, been like practicing my walk because I'm going to be walking um, a swim wig pretty soon. So like oh, a also- nice... You know, a nice strut down the street Uh, with some confidence is exciting for me. And so I definitely have some Beyonce playing in my, in my ears sometimes, but it's also just fun to kind of just hear the hustle and bustle of, of the city and, and people talking or, you know, chit -chit chat here and there. So
1: yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) So when you were. With your, so back over in 2017, when you were, Mm -hmm. you know, in this relationship, did you ever picture yourself becoming this newer version of you?
0: Absolutely not. Absolutely not. After that breakup, I really thought it was like over for me. Like I just didn't think I could move forward without having this man in my life. I felt like that I couldn't be me because I had put so much of who I was in him. Like mm. I was just like even my identity, I was just would always introduce myself as like, you know, so and so's girlfriend like. Like, you know, I wouldn't say my name and stuff like that. Like I just didn't Oh, do- really? Yeah, I would be oh, like, "Oh, yeah." yeah I'm whoever's girlfriend. Like that's how enveloped in this man I was and like had just lost my identity. And I thought that like, I I just couldn't move on. And so no, I really didn't think that I could be doing what I'm doing today. And I remember that I pitched to him that I really wanted to do social media and I really wanted to start a blog. So I actually started a blog before I went into um, full-time on Instagram and he was like that's such a stupid idea and i was like, in my head i was like yeah if he says that that makes sense too and so like even thinking like me doing that was like a huge fuck you to him like yeah yeah, i could do this like i am amazing i'm worthy i'm i i deserve to be celebrated i deserve to celebrate other people i deserve respect i deserve happiness and joy and you know that i just didn't think that and like Now I look at myself and who I was in 2017, like read my journals. And I'm just like, whoa, like
1: so much growth. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. especially um, because I write in a journal as well. And I always look back um, of what I was doing years ago and just the state of mind. Mm -hmm. And it's just I'm a completely different person from what I was just even four years ago. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really sound like that long ago. But it's just, you know, it's so interesting how everyone can develop. And change who they are in such small amount of time with all these obstacles that are going on, and what were you doing um, prior two thousand and seventeen?
0: I was in college. Mm. I was in college in my undergrad, um, studying public relations in Spanish, and honestly, I didn't really know what I wanted to do like. Mm. Um, at that point, like my parents really wanted me to be a nurse or a lawyer or a, doc- a doctor, and I was like, "Oh no, I just like want to do other things. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna travel. I wanna meet people and listen to people's stories. I, I want to write. I want to do like take pictures and all these things." And um, kind of was like really lost. So I was in university before twenty seventeen, and I was twenty seventeen was my junior year, so a year before I graduated.
1: And and on top of that, with what you were saying before about how your uh, ex partner was saying these negative things to you, mm-hmm. it's so important to hang out with winners. Yeah, like yeah, it's just I believe that the people that are around you and the situation that's who you are. And so there's yeah. a lot of people who say, well. I hang out with trashy, you know, people who are just negative and doing, you know, of like drugs or just mm-hmm. not really progressing in life. And then it's like, well, what, have you, what are you doing? Are you making million dollar deals or are, are you a junk <laughs> freak? It's like, no, it's like I'm doing the exact same thing as them. And so mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's, it's crazy because when we're in a group like that, we all want to be like, you know, and so if you're in a room with full of winners and positive people, it's like you could just follow that momentum. And build yourself up. So, like, hey, do you have any ideas about this? Do you have any ideas about that? And if they're really supportive, flowing people, yeah, they just want the best for you. But if they're negative and if they have nothing going on and if they're just suffering from all this self torments they're the ones that bring you down because they just want to be complacent themselves.
0: Very true. Very true. And I feel like I, like my word for this year has been intentionality, especially when it comes to mm. and really surrounding myself with people who, want the best for me and i want the best for them too like yeah surrounding myself with winners like, mm. I'm like i'm just like so tired of not being in community that's intentional full of love and respect like it's so easy for me to be like just hanging around anybody like if i had decided to not to like really believe this guy and not move forward you know mm. and mm. during the whole time there were so many friends of mine who i'm no longer friends with, like why are you posting on social media like that's so stupid like, why are you calling people on social media besties when you have best friends in real life? like those are not your real friends. those are not your this like it's weird that you're posting, it's cringe that you're posting. But I was like, look at where I'm at today. If I really yeah. believed <laughs> you know if I believed yeah. anything they said to me like i wouldn't have been I wouldn't have danced with Lizzo, which I did, you know yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. I- I wouldn't have done all these amazing things and, and inspired people and, and gotten to connect with amazing humans, you know? And so, like, yeah, I, I really, truly believe that.
1: Yeah. Um, when I was, uh, because I love creativity, um, yeah. like I love art and I love writing and photography and videography and making small videos as well. Anything creative, I pretty much love. And, you know, if if anyone's starting with anything, Everyone, we all know that it's like, unless if you have a very small like niche skill in something, everyone starts Mm -hmm. off at at ground zero, you know, as being terrible because it's Mm -hmm. the beginning. And so when I first started, uh, when I was like 19, yeah, all of my friends said that my work was crap. (laughs) And and, and, the thing is like, and there wasn't any positivity. And it's like, in my mind, I just, I understood that if I just spend each day learning one thing, inevitably things are going to improve and they did a lot and so it's like and that's the thing is that a lot of people just get in their own way of negativity and then if you just continue to grow even if it's just one percent per day in a hundred days you've grown a hundred percent you know so it's like it's, it, yeah. It's just people are infectious. If you spend time with a very positive, loving, and caring person, you're going to have that self-love and that positivity carry throughout your day. But if you spend time with negative people who are just full of drama, you feel that toxicity, and it just carries with you. And then what 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 I've found as out as well is that it's like if you're if you're spending time with really good, like-minded people who are either running businesses or just hitting their goals and you know have a really like good outlook in life. When you're going for that walk, you're like, well, actually, I can think about all this stuff. You know, it's like I can work on this plan. I can, oh, I might ask my friend, you know, for some advice in this industry, or you know, go further with it. But if it's just all about drama, when you're going for that walk, you're just going to be thinking about just dog shit. You know, nothing. It's just, it's just like, can you believe that? Can you believe that bitch? You know, it's like <laughs> You know, and it's just like so. Instead of instead of getting your energy and putting it into a place of progression, positivity, and and light, and good experiences, you spend countless hours just wasting them about nothing. And, it, and it's just it, it truly is nothing. It's just you're putting all of your energy in a black hole. And that's why I believe that it's it's just so powerful to be strong enough to distance yourself and say no, I do not accept it. You know, it's like exactly. if somebody it's like don't get me wrong if my close friends have an issue i can talk to them about it that's fine by me but if there's anybody that comes there where every day is just crap or oh i wasn't able to do this because of this poor excuse Mm -hmm. i I just say to them i understand but please leave me alone like i don't want to (laughs) have to do
0: it i love that it's giving you need to protect your peace but like i feel that because like for me i'm very much on like an energy diet Yeah. yeah if it doesn't bring peace, if it doesn't bring joy, if it doesn't bring happiness or understanding, intentionality, I'm done with it. Like we have one life on this earth. You live every day, you die once. I can't spend my energy trying to figure that out for somebody else. Or Mm. I can't focus my energy in negativity. Like there's so many things I could put my energy into today and it can't be in somebody's bullshit you know what i mean yeah yeah
1: yeah too many good things going on literally (laughs) yeah tell us about your mission to showcase the inclusive beauty of black and plus size women in luxury fashion and beauty what milestones can we expect
0: oh my goodness i want to take over the world i (laughs) want to take over the world i want to change like society's beauty standard one video at a time one um post at a time one just vibe at a time you know i want to change very much the idea of what um the ideal beauty standard is i want everybody every single person from china to my village in kenya to feel like yo i'm the standard of beauty i'm creating my own standard as opposed to being like looking at a magazine and being like that's what beautiful is now that's what's trendy and that's what I'm gonna have to do to fit into that as opposed to understanding your uniqueness and unique story in this you know in in the tapestry of the world and uh, I I just I haven't seen or well, I just never used to see people who look like me and talk like me in spaces of luxury in mm. spaces of beauty in spaces of 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 you know just being invited to the table and it's still been hard for me till this day like even though I'm like trying to normalize Black women in luxury, trying to normalize Black women being in those spaces and being accessible, you know, having accessibility in, in any one of those spaces are still facing challenges, you know? But I want to make it so normal, it's just life. So normal, like like the next generation doesn't have to question that.
1: All of us have something beautiful to show. What was it like when you were growing up in that village in Kenya? Um,
0: I actually didn't grow up in a village, but I grew up in the city um, (laughs) but my parents my ancestral home is in the village but um it's so much fun i had so much fun growing up but i definitely come from a from a very conservative um space and my parents had really really done everything to protect me from anything that they would deem as like scary or like um i don't know just, just um, they were afraid for me to be in the world yeah and Um, It was hard for me because then I moved to the United States by myself, but with a host family in 2016. And they were, I mean, 2013, but they were terrified, terrified. And I was terrified too, because I thought the world was just this crazy, dangerous place. And I didn't know how to even think for myself or, you know, move from place point A to point B without like, asking for somebody to like somebody's permission or waiting for somebody to, to let me know what I need to do before I do what needs to happen. And, um, yeah, I think they, they really tried to protect me from the world because they were afraid, but I don't know if that really helped me because then I actually was in the world by myself and I was like terrified for myself. <laughs> but, um, I think the move from Kenya to the United States really helped find my voice, I was like a very tame shy girl and you know was always told like this is what would be would make you a woman a good woman especially a good woman for your husband and all these things and like leaving that space and being like yo I can just live for me and not for like the hope of getting married or being somebody's amazing wife like I can just <laughs> live my life and and, and be happy
1: Yeah, 100%. -hmm. With your parents and them being very conservative, if you don't mind me asking, how do they feel about your modeling career?
0: Oh, they love it. Oh, okay, great. uh, They love it. You know, they've had to do a lot of drawing as well and and understanding just my work and at first they were like so you like just post pictures and videos and get paid like what like they just didn't understand the internet as well and like how that isn't a possibility for me to be doing that. And at first they were really afraid because they wanted stability for me and that's why they're like yeah oh, you know I just go to school and even I like, got my master's degree because of them for them so that I can let them know like yeah I have some backing but I really just want to do this right now but my my parents love it and they've been very supportive at first they were very skeptical and really were telling me like don't do it this and even when i told my mom like oh i want to be a model she was like oh my god like you can't if you do it you can't model for like a bathing suit company or anything and like so funny cuz now i'm sports illustrated which is hilarious but they're um, happy yeah
1: uh, yeah i'm i'm really proud share the captivating narrative or your confidence tour and the experiences awaiting those who join
0: um Like I said earlier, like I really want people to love themselves like viciously and vibrantly. I don't want whoever it is in the world to feel any ounce of doubt. And my goal for this is to give people more like tangible tools and experiences to move in the world in their the most confident form whatever that looks like. Whether that means even wearing a crop top today and living your best life, then you do that. Or that means you, you stepping up for yourself and, and applying for that job or, or making that business plan or starting that podcast or traveling or leaving that job. Like I want people to have more tangible tools and experiences to really move throughout the world with the biggest sense of confidence and, and um, energy.
1: How did your morning dance routines and viral contact impact your world how did people respond to your positivity
0: um for me i just i'm trying my hardest to pick happiness every day and sometimes that ho- that's hard but i'm trying my hardest to pick happiness every day and mm. so dancing um like i mentioned motion is so is such a special thing to me and so dancing has been like a big part of even my own healing and i had started posting it on my stories into dancing and um, a lot of people sending me messages like, oh, my God, thank you so much for that burst of energy. I really needed that. Or thank you so much for dancing. I was, you know, dancing and, and, and um, moving around with you mm-hmm. at the same time. And um, I've gotten a lot of positivity back from what I do. But it's also kind of shocking to, to see the amount of negativity I receive as well. And not everybody is happy that somebody is out there trying to change things for people. And so anytime I've posted about loving my body and loving this, the amount of negative comments i am gotten from people being like, you're trying to promote obesity, go to the gym, you're ugly, you're this. Like literally, like sometimes death threats. Like I'm like, and I'm just out here telling people to love themselves, you know? And, and so I feel like if I'm getting that kind of energy, then it's clearly making a shift for some people because they think something is changing. And I love that.
1: Yeah. And, and trust me, do not care about what those people say let them just roll off of you because don't let them take away any energy what you have just keep the good vibes coming
0: thank you (laughs) you i don't yeah i I don't let it get to me i think at at the beginning at first i just i thought like yo, i'm i really feel like i'm putting such a good energy into the world and when i saw some of those comments that you really used to, to affect me but now i'm just like honey you telling me that has everything to do with you and nothing to do with me like I'm yeah. going to continue living my life like you came on my sexy, tantalizing parts of the Internet <laughs> and took energy and time out of your day to write this nasty comic like that has everything to do with you, baby.
1: And nothing. Yeah, to do with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. That's you know, a, actually, that's a really good way to look at it. But the other thing is that. It just shows how strong you are as well, because most yeah. people are horrifically terrified to even get one bad comment. It's like, I know, yeah. I know <laughs> photographers who take amazing content, but they'll never mm-hmm. upload anything because they're petrified of what maybe a couple of people might say. Your amount of presence on the internet, nothing can stop you. You're literally just able to continue being this powerhouse of a person, and it's great.
0: Absolutely. I just did a power pose right now when you said that. Yeah.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so do, um, do you ever burn out?
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so I went full time content creating in the fall of 2021 mm. and I was so excited. I was getting all these jobs and opportunities and I was saying yes to every single thing because I was afraid if I said no, I'm going to miss out on an opportunity. And if I say no to a trip or something like my FOMO would go crazy. So I was saying yes to everything. I'm in L.A. today. I'm back in New York. I'm shooting content. I have a campaign in Texas and I'm just all over the place. And, um, you know, I felt like I fell into this like very Western hustle culture. Like you're on the grind every day. No sleep. Like don't like just keep on going like that's what's going to like equate to success. And at the end of last year, Um, I was so burnt out. Like I didn't have capacity for a a single person, including myself. Mm. And I was, I had to have a little introspection and be like, girl, you're out here on the internet telling everybody to take care of yourself, of themselves, but you're not doing it. And for me, I felt like I was also struggling with this, like, oh, I'm cheating on my confident self if I take time and chill and relax and not do anything or like i'm 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 missing out on something if i just take time. and so i took like 4 months off, no work, no like no emails, no nothing and i went to kenya to be with my parents so that i could, you know, be babied a little bit and and taken care of by somebody that's just not me. and um i've definitely experienced it and like i'm getting better at like really taking time for myself. and there's this there's this beautiful quote by Michaela Cole who's a fabulous actress and she talks about the importance of, of of taking space and visibility right now in our you know in our society sometimes it makes people think that you have to be visible to equate success. Mm. But it's, it's okay to take space and 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 take time from from it, from us, from life, and just see what comes to you in the silence. And that's something that is so fabulous for me right now. Like I really just I'm so about myself like i can only be my fullest and best version of myself to my team um to my family to my community to my audience if i take care of myself like it always has to be about me and that's what i'm getting to like life will carry on but i need to prioritize me and and my mental and my body and my health and my life and my happiness
1: when you first began to get all this extra work coming in was this yeah. just like a huge shock because it's like whoa oh, I've, I've made it now you know it's like whoa So like, is this what it is
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was shocking i i you know i i think very highly of myself i think i'm, I'm a very creative person i think I'm, I'm fabulous and amazing and all these things but then like when i started getting all these jobs i was like getting a little bit of like um Imposter syndrome. I was like, do you guys trust me to do all this? Like, I'm like, guys, it's just me. I like just post videos online and I tell people they're beautiful and like, And you guys want me to talk about Lancome? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I was, <laughs> I was just like feeling like just like such an imposter like syndrome. And like, I remember my very first big deal was with Valentino. And I was like, do you guys, are you guys serious? Like, what are you talking about? Um, but it is realizing. That I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing around the people I'm supposed to be doing it with. And I'm mm-hmm. the value, I'm the price. Yes, Valentino stepped out and sent me an email and said, I wanna work with you. Yes, because you're the price, you're the value, you know?
1: 100%. And plus, the other thing as well is that you show up. Like, you're the one who's making these videos and you're the yeah. one who's putting your content out there and you're the one who is progressing. And that's why these people are coming to you as well because you're you're very unique and special. You're, you're a you're a special person.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you're a great. I, I
1: think I think that you're amazing. It's like you're able to do so many powerful things and have the weight of negativity and you're just like whatever. I'm just going to keep <laughs> on going. And then Yuck. then the other thing as well was that a lot of people when you know of a breakup over in 2017, a lot of people just say, Well, I guess this is it. And then just like continue feeling terrible for themselves. You know, so yeah. they never look up, they never want to experience anything better because they think that this level of reality is what they deserve. But you saying, <laughs> No, I want to be, I want to be a queen, I want to be my best self, I want to be so powerful that I change the world you pick yourself up and you go for it and look at what you've done you've been able to do so much and help so many people out as well because it's not even it's not even the fact that you're making yourself feel good it's also the fact that you're helping people feel good about who they are and that's where the true power comes from
0: no and i think that's just like really special for me and and something that my therapist always tells me is like you just have to do life with the things that are still happening like do like, like I recently lost my host mom um, a few weeks ago and I was like about to take the rest of the year off and all these things. But I was talking to my therapist and she's like, A-ching. like, I understand that you're grieving and grief is, is comes in waves and it, it's different for different people. But when you're ready to get up, get up and do all those things. Go to that event when you're, when you're still grieving, you know, talk to your friends when you're grieving, be outside, go on those bad bitch walks when you're grieving. Like you Life still has to carry on. It's easy to, to stay in that state, Like, especially with human nature, it's so easy to just be and be like, okay, this is the reality of my life right now. And this is what we will continue to be. You know, it's so easy to stay there, but you have to do things. You do that thing sad. You do that thing upset. You, you, you go out and, and be with your friends when you're sad. You, you know, like, if that, I don't know if that makes sense, but, like, for me right now, it's so easy for me to just sit in my grief and be stagnant, and mm. I can do that, mm. you know? But it, it's okay for me to, to go on that walk and still be grieving, to go out for dinner with myself, my, my friends, and still be grieving, to, to be in a meeting and still be grieving. Like, y- your life still has to have motion because you can't stop you can't if you do it's easy to stay there so easy yeah well I'm, I'm really
1: sorry about your loss i
0: appreciate that thank you
1: and one of the things that i well, that i used to do myself when i was when i was a lot younger when i was a teenager is i was addicted with sadness <gasps> but you say so you get so used to it and it becomes so much of your personality that when you're feeling happy you're like wait this is weird <laughs> you yeah. know it's like and then and then you start and then because it's like then happiness is like a a new like strange thing and because it's like well this is actually making me feel really weird and awkward i'm just going to go back <laughs> with being miserable because i'm used to it being able to say to yourself no i still need to do these things and i still need to put the work in and that's why you know when you say that you have imposter syndrome you shouldn't have it because if you're still showing up to do what you have to do while grieving or while feeling burnt out, you 100% deserve all of it and more. You know, it's like if you show up and put the hard work in, 100% you should never have imposter syndrome.
0: I love that. <laughs> mm. I feel that. I, I will, that's a tangible thing I, I will take with.
1: How has your modeling career changed with? Four models influenced your, your self-discovery?
0: Um, at first I just felt like I did not belong there. You know, I thought like a model had to be like tall and skinny and blonde and white and all these things. I just didn't feel like it made no sense to me. And you know, like I was also like just looking around me and being like, listen, I think I want to do this. I hmm. really want to like put myself out there and see what would happen like the world deserves to see you know the the world deserves to see my beauty beyond just the internet you know see me on a magazine see me on a cover like I needed something more and so just putting myself out there and like also getting that like um confirmation that yes this is a space that you can 100% be in like it is not closed off it is accessible to you you deserve this and you deserve to be here as well
1: what were your emotions and thoughts upon being chosen as a top twelve finalist for the twenty twenty three Sports Illustration Swimmers uh, Search uh, Magazine? <laughs> I
0: was on top of the world. Oh my god! Like it was more confirmation that like listen, you belong in pieces. I had held myself back so many times because of my body, because of the way I looked. Like I would be afraid to wear clothes, some kind of certain clothes. I'd be afraid to go on vacation with my friends. I'd be afraid to to put myself out there and even just have a voice. But to have like um, an institution, like Sports Illustrated to give, to validate my story and celebrate me is so powerful. Like it goes beyond me, you know, it goes beyond me being picked. It goes into a space and a point where other women who look like me and talk like me and, and, and see some kind of semblance in me, feel seen,
1: feel heard, feel celebrated. My gosh, I'll tell you what, I feel- I feel like really intense right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like like honestly, I just I feel like just going for a run or something just like, yeah, just going out. There's so much positive energy around it, just feels great. Oh my gosh. Um yeah. So yeah. Oh wow. When um do you ever use like uh so let's say you're starting off with a new year and you know, because everyone has like, you know, new year the gold, new years resolutions and all that stuff do you ever use like a storyboard for your year or do you ever set like this is the goal that i want in this point in time or or do you just uh, as come as it goes
0: oh no i have a manifestation mm. and i write down every single thing i want like as delusional as it is like like I don't hear what it is. I've written, I remember the very first time I started doing this, I wrote how many followers I wanted, the brands I wanted to work with. I said I wanted to be featured in Vogue. I said I wanted um, to meet certain people. I said my re- my, set my revenue goal. I said that I wanted to be signed by an agency by a specific month, like every single thing to the T. Because like, why do I need to hold myself back? And some, like, literally, I looked back that year was my very first year, and all those things happened. Like, yeah. so literally, like, I was featured in Vogue. I was signed by DVA. I made a million dollars in my first year. Um, I met Lizzo. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. doing, like, all these things I wanted. Like, I never see it as, like, a new year, new me. I just add to my, my what do I call it, my bank, my library. like, okay, last year I didn't do that. But girl, let's figure out something else for this year. Like, yeah. we, keep it, we keep it moving. We keep it moving. I feel like um, um, New Year's re- resolutions are always like, I have to be brand new. But like, baby, you can just continue as yeah. yourself and yeah. add something else. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, what's been the craziest thing where you are like, oh, this is going to be a really long stretch. And then then it happened. And you're like, what?
0: Oh, my God. It's, it's the revenue goal. I told oh. my team. <laughs> Literally, I told my manager, she asked me, like, how much money do you want to make this year? I said, I want to make a million dollars. And she said, we'll do it. But for me, I was like, how the fuck am I going to make a million dollars in a year? A year. And we hit that revenue goal in eight months. And I said, absolutely, yes absolutely yes i was like when my manager she said like she, when we hit the goal she was like do you still want to keep on working i was like I guess, yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna say no to more money you
1: know <laughs> but
0: um i when we hit the goal i was like that thing i really thought we we're gonna make like way less than that and when she told me i was like girl that's crazy <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> it's just it's it's you know I'm not necessarily like motivated by money, but like definitely that was telling me like, yo, my work is valid and like, like these brands that want to invest in me and that is powerful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's like, well, in a way, money is also a form of power because with money, you can travel and you can do a whole bunch of anything really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, oh, that's, that's, yeah. Like I'm, I'm so proud of you and I'm so <laughs> proud of everything that you're doing. What is in the future for you? Oh. Uh, there's a lot of fun things happening.
0: Um, definitely I'll be walking sports illustrated in Miami Wim Week in July. So if anyone is coming to Miami, come come and support the girl. Okay. And um, I have my podcast as well, the archives and hoping to that into well, like a physical space where people can um, actually interact with um, with me and whoever I'll be hosting with and just have more fun conversation. Um, Definitely in the future, I'm seeing more tangible um, products. So if you're looking to feel more beautiful and extra sexy, definitely keep an eye out on my page for fun things to come. So there's a few things in the works that I'm excited about, but you all have to, to, to keep an eye peeled. Keep up with No Ordinary Noir.
1: Awesome. I cannot wait. And thank you so much for being a guest on the show.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.